You're listening to Tech Recruit, a podcast that educates talent acquisition and recruitment professionals on innovation to attract talent across all industries. We're glad you're here. Welcome everybody to Dueling Sorcerers. My name is Stacy Broadwell. I will be your host for today's show. And today we have Jonathan Kidder and we have Brian Fink. Both of you gentlemen work at Amazon, is that right? That's right. But yeah, that's the that's the jam. Now, not in the same department in separate departments, correct? No, that, that's right. I, I work in the warehouse. I think Jonathan works up in uh, works up in the Seattle location. Is that right, Jonathan? I'm actually in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, but I work remotely, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not working in the warehouse. Uh, I'm based. <laughs> out of, I'm based out of Atlanta, and um, I'm working remotely as well. Um, I would say that a good portion of our recruiting team, over 50% of the 800 or so recruiters that we have in Amazon, work remotely, or that's what I've been led to believe. Um, Tom Bolt, thank you so much for paying our salary. I want to, I want to thank, thank that. You, Tom. Yes, thank you. I, I'm prepared plug. for some good zingers in the chat today. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a good show. But you do AWS, Brian. That's is that right? That's correct. So I'm with Amazon Web Services right now. I'm supporting our customer engineering team, which is focused on building custom applications specifically for Amazon customers. Um, really across the globe um, and our professional services organization as well as our events marketing platform. So that's kind of where I am digging in and finding great talent. And um, yeah, Jonathan, what, are, what about you? What are, besides the I, hunt for the elusive SDE3? SDE3s, no, for me, I'm ATS, so middle mile sort tech. Uh, just we oversee all the shipment uh, technologies of Amazon too. So Brian's team is just way sexier than mine. <laughs> but we have fun. Sexy working at Amazon. That place is on fire right now. Like yeah. all the things that happened in COVID, like there's been like some shining lights and in industries that are just blowing up. And certainly the service industry and delivery and online e-commerce just is massive. Um, so I don't want to take up too much of, the, of this time, but I do want to say that Brian, you and I met here in Los Angeles a couple years ago at Cornerstone On Demand at an HRTX conference. And like, we had just been talking and like, we're like, oh, we should, you should be on my show. And here we are two years later. Two years. <laughs> two years. Two years. <laughs> and I had to beg oh. Brian. I'm like, please do it with me, buddy. Let's do this together. Let's do it. <laughs> From a lack of my asking no 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 it just i mean like uh you know it's uh it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm glad that we're finally doing this um i'm glad that dean and steve could take the week off to allow the new kids on the block to uh <laughs> to have some fun oh. and jonathan i you have a website right what's your your website my website's called wizardsourcer.com and basically i blog about talent sourcing uh, talent sourcing tools. I've been doing that for about five and a half, six years, and definitely check it out, wizardsourcer.com. I mean, okay, so I did check it out, and I just got pulled in on all your blog posts. Just the amount of content is so, like, and I'm not just trying to blow you up or whatever, but I mean, you have really great articles. I think it was like you had email templates in there. I mean, I hope I'm not like mixing it up with another. No, that's right. I got a ton of resources. I mean, it's, resources. you know, and with COVID, it's been such a, a great resource and thing for me to do uh, at night to just, we're so bored in Minnesota. And uh, it's been fun just to kind of talk about different talent sourcing tools. And, you know, for me, I blog probably once a week too. So I've got about 200 plus articles and, and uh, it's been really fun. I've when been is the putting book your out? articles in our, our weekly newsletter. And then I've been going on your website and like uh, uh, saving all of your, what, what do they call it when you like save something on your web browser? Bookmarks. <laughs> yeah. Bookmark it. I was <laughs> Welcome to my world. Uh, I was bookmarked. I was like, you know what? I just need to bookmark your website and go there and just like, you know, like all the different resources. It's just like for free. And so I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. There. Okay. 
gentlemen, without further ado, we're gonna be sourcing and showing that there's more than one way to source for talent. So what are we going to be working on today? It's up to you, Brian. <laughs> um, you know, so Stacy, um, actually, I'm going to go into, um, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out how to do a screen share real quick with Zoom. I don't usually use Zoom. Um, let me uh, sourcing for engineering managers in Hyderabad, India. Um, actually, uh, David, just to let you know, uh, when it comes to looking for software engineers in India, one of the ways that I've been successful is by actually reaching out directly to the professors at the schools because of such strong alumni networks and having conversations with the professors about who I should be talking to, who I should be having a conversation with when I was doing any kind of international team building in India. Yeah, in India, I'd say it's such a, a large country too. So it really depends on where you're sourcing in India too, but there's a ton of different resources out there too, if you're just focused on that too, um, yeah. Yeah. So real quick, one of the um, one of the things that I wanted to uh, that Stacy had suggested. Um, okay, so my computer's not letting me share screen right now. Oh no! Do you, yeah. you want me to share? I could share mine, and then it's up to you. I could just go on Google. Can you see my screen at all? Yeah, I, I totally can. That's okay. great. So one of the things that um, when I'm doing a search that maybe I haven't done before that I often do is I do natural language search. And so, Stacy, one of the things that I'd recommend for finding teachers, and Jonathan and I talked about this the other day when finding software developers, is put in um, is that I put in site colon Instagram.com. Instead of saying, I am an engineer, I said, I am a teacher. Yeah. And, and there's a lot out there, about 5,000 results right away, too. So a lot of people are hashtagging to uh, especially during COVID too. So I'm sure they're at home, they're talking about what they're doing uh, in their day, but um, that's a really strong hashtag to kind of search for teachers as well. Yeah, so so with that, you know, we could, if we wanted to, we could put a geography with it and we could say that we're looking for teachers in, uh, in Minnesota. That's a great idea. I always do Minneapolis. Um, yeah, not that much. Let's do maybe Atlanta, maybe there's more. ATL. Um, there's a few too. So it kind of really shrinks down your results um, that you're kind of looking for. But And we have uh, not did this search before. So the David Grohl <laughs> Instagram wash your blanking hands was not something that we expected to come up. <laughs> Goodness. Um, so that's a, a really good one. Um, Instagram, I would say checking out uh, um, Facebook too. You know, there's a lot of things that you can search and people don't look for Facebook as much too. So um, for, for kind of a search you could do is you could do um, site colon Facebook and just type in teacher Minneapolis posts. And now why did um, you do the minus posts? I'm just curious, like. So I, I think that's just to remove any um, sort of just posts out there, just focusing on profiles. So Nancy, Robin, Chris, PJ boy <laughs> that's out there too. So it does work still. Um, but I think uh, the reason why people have removed the post is just um, maybe just focusing on the profiles themselves too. But, um, and you could change up Minneapolis. You could do other locations. We could, let's see what we do when we remove post too as well. So 4 million hits right away. Um, there's a oh, lot you're, out there. You're getting all those groups and what have you. Yeah, that's probably not the best route to go. You know, Jonathan, one of the things that it makes me think about when it says images for it says images, yeah. do you ever use, um, do you ever use face search with, with the, with the misspelled search? Face search? No. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to type in face F A F A C E search is going to be S A E R C H. Like that A like spelled wrong and make it one word. Make, okay. Make it one word. Yep. Totally spelled wrong. Okay. You're, you're good. Okay. .com. Wow. Face look search, at this. Face search okay. engine. Okay. And, so if we typed in something like teacher Atlanta. Yeah. Let's do that right now. Teacher Atlanta search. Okay. <laughs> um, so it, it's, does it pull like different posts? Does it pull profiles? What is it? And where does it pull from? 
to it. It looking... pulls from it pulls from newspapers. It pulls from uh, Christian okay. Science Monitor. It pulls from LinkedIn. It yeah. pulls from all those different sources. If we want to, we can actually. I mean, like, so I use this when I'm looking for or when I'm maybe doing um, a search, particularly for uh, for females in technology. Is that wow. I've used yeah. I've used face search uh, specifically to go in and say, or, or even when I'm helping somebody try to find nurses. Um, but when I type in nurses, I always hit minus sexy. So not sexy. I do not want to bring back any pictures <laughs> of nurses that are dressed up as sexy nurses. That is not what we're here to do. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then do you have to quote anything? Does do operators, modifiers work within this? Yeah, uh, modifiers, it, modifiers do work on this. And a big shout out, like I need okay, to give it up that. to... Uh, you know, we've we've got different hospital sites right there. We've got yeah. neonatal sites that are coming up. We've got people that have been. We've got some. We've got some clip art, but a lot of this is actually not clip art. It's from those hospitals. Um, it's from those um, from those uh, different healthcare institutions. And if we jump into it, we can see who the photo might be of, and we can kind of dig into that. Um, I got a shout out to Ronnie Bratcher because Ronnie Bratcher is the one Ronnie. who introduced me to this tool, um, you know, probably about like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've used it. I've used it primarily when working on some diversity searches, particularly looking for female developers or using women in tech to be able to pull up those pictures of individuals that have been associated with different conferences or women who code and being able to find, uh, like I said, individuals that comport to those qualifications. Um, I noticed that we've got some, uh, we've got some comments in the chat. Okay, here um, we go. Yeah, um, all right, so. Uh, hey gentlemen, before, before we continue on, you know what, real quick, Brian, I had the exact same issue with trying to share my screen. I dueled Mark Tortorici and I was like, how hard can this be? And I couldn't figure out how to share my screen. And it was, I felt awful. So, but if you go down to the bottom of your screen, see the green um, button says share screen. Yeah. So my Mac won't give it permission to share. Oh, it's just. Oh, no. Yeah, it says like it says I've got to it says I got to jump out of, of Zoom and jump back in. You want me to jump out and jump back in? Yeah, sure. try, try okay. it. Come back. We'll cool. let Jonathan take lead for a bit and then come back. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so I'll share my screen again, too. And um, so for me, I actually created my own uh, browser extension and uh, it can work for any different type of role that you're working on as long as the person has a LinkedIn profile, too. So uh, I worked with a developer for about two to three months on this and it's called Recruiter Wand and it's a, it's a free extension that you can download within the browser store. Currently, we have about 548 users so far and uh, I can show you how it how it works too. So it's it's actually a pretty cool extension too. So let's say you're, you're going on a profile too and you wanna send this person, why not me, <laughs> a, a LinkedIn recruiter message or an email or email, whatever, whatever way you wanna kind of message them. Basically, you would download this browser extension too. And um, you know, you would then click on get LinkedIn data and it's gonna scrape all the, the person's profile information too. So it's gonna scrape the first name, the company, education, job title, location. Um, and then I added about 25 different recruiter templates to kind of choose from. And uh, these are all the ones that I use, mostly tech related roles, but you can fully customize any of these. So as an example, you could do this template, you can go in and you can change on the back end any of this and kind of click save. And also you can request availability. So let's say, hey, I'm open on the 29th. See how that changes right away in that kind of area. Uh, and then click copy template. And it's, it's that easy too. And it's, it, it just takes out all the headaches when you are kind of doing kind of a, a very similar kind of template. You're reaching out to the same sort of candidates over and over and over. It kind of makes sense to kind of do this and, and use this free template. So I could go to, to Brian Fink and, you know, within 30 seconds, I'm on the profile. I would get the uh, recruiter wand loaded and then boom, right away, it changes everything too. And uh, right away, then I would choose the template and then boom, copied. So it's a, it's a pretty fun tool. Um, you know, it's it went from zero downloads to around 450. So 500 
uh, and it's it's been really fun to kind of get feedback on that too. So it's been a really fun tool to kind of get out there. It's free to use. Um, within you know seconds, you can get someone's profile information uh, pulled up pretty quickly. And um, yeah, it's, it's great too. So, uh, Brian, I will throw it back to you now. No, no, wait, 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 wait. I got yeah. questions about this. So, <laughs> you got some questions? Okay. I, I have questions because I haven't used it. Is it like, so it's pulling in my name, but it's also pulling in the school that I went to? Can I build in a template and say, notice that you went to Georgia Tech? Like, I think of all the Java engineers that we're looking for and that they typically went to top 25 CS schools. And I'm just thinking about that as a way to increase the personalization. And yes. Stand above the noise. So exactly. So it's you put under skills too, and that's the education one. And you could you could change that. You could flip it around. You could, hey, you know, blah blah blah. You can you can change any of this virtually too. You can customize it too. Um, you can customize the dates. Uh, you can really add anything. You could also link your job link right here. You could you could do so much, and then basically you would just click save. And you could even rewrite, you know, example, whatever else you want to do too. So it's virtually endless too. So, and that's a good point. I know um, focusing on schools or, or different companies, um, it's virtually kind of endless too. And, and um, people don't know, you know, that you're sending them an automated message, but the way I've kind of customized it so much, they can't even really tell too. So I'm like, Hey, I was really impressed by your experience here. You know, um, I love your project there. I noticed you went to this school. What's a, it's a good time to kind of connect over the phone. And it's been phenomenal too. Well, I, so I just think yeah. about that because like, like Shally Steckroll, who, you know, I'm a student of what Shally has to say, um, and, and what he puts out there. But he has often said that you are required to, um, that you need to have seven points of personalization in an email if you want to convince that person that it wasn't templated, that if you want to convince that person that you've genuinely done your homework or done some research on them. I know Jim Stroud is a little bit different. The Jim Stroud talks about the points of, the points of personalization, but he also provides a gift um, like some kind of educational article in the email. And then you've got Batman who Batman actually provides you with a GIF, a G-I-F or GIF, depending <laughs> upon, you know, um, you know, relevant to, um, to, to the role and to get that person to laugh because he believes that if you can get a person to laugh, you can get a person to buy into a conversation, which I think is highly pertinent for personalization. Um, Jonathan, this is great work. Do you want to do you want to show real quick where they can find this in the Chrome store before we go yeah. on? Oh, I appreciate that. No, you would just search uh, Recruiter Wand within the Chrome store extensions. And it should pop up too. And um, exactly, the more you can kind of focus on, you know, customizing it and specializing your your messages, you know, with memes or, or videos or, or content, um, the better you'll you'll be with kind of response rates too as well. So that's a really good tip too. But um, yeah, that would be. Uh, the place to kind of download and kind of take a look at this. So, but I will stop sharing it and send it right back to you now. All right, let's see if I can screen share. Oh boy. Okay. Here we go, Brian's in. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All right, so I am screen sharing and we are in Dueling Sorcerers. Um, I am going to pull this down just a little bit so we can kind of jam on some things. Um, Mr. Kidder showed off what is my favorite command, the site command. I often think that there are a multitude of different resources that you can uh, really tap into or websites that you can backdoor if you're using the site command. One of the new areas that I'm going to is I'm going site command, um, buy me coffee. Mm. So actually before I go there, does it, is anybody familiar with the buy me coffee website? No. I have never heard of that. All right, no. so buy me, buy me a coffee is a speed networking website. And what the idea is, is that you are going to get together with people for a virtual coffee. So what I've been doing is, is that I've been going to buy me a coffee, site colon, buy me a coffee.com. And what I'm doing is um, I'm going to say that I'm looking for somebody who has a GitHub profile and I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not going to do any fancy quotation marks to look for GitHub specifically, but I'm going to look for a designer or a developer or an engineer. 
and I've got 316 results of people who have their GitHub profile connected to their Buy Me Coffee website. And so what I can do is, um, let's just pick on Nico Andy. Um, Nico Audi, yes, it's me, a software engineer, open source enthusiast. I love building things and I love coffee. Please note, I have not logged into the website at all. I have not become a <laughs> member. I am not buying him a $3 cup of coffee to have a conversation. I'm not buying him a $5 cup of coffee. What I'm going to do though, is I'm gonna go up and I am going to, uh, I'm gonna read his profile. I make open source. Oh, here's my work. Thanks, bro. I really appreciate it. You made awesome. it super simple for me to connect with you. I am now going to go out to your GitHub profile. And nice. He's in Indonesia. Chances are he knows really good coffee because really good coffee does come from Indonesia, but I wouldn't be hiring him unless I was looking for somebody for a global role that could be located in Indonesia. Alternatively, what I was going to do before I found that GitHub profile is I was going to actually um, click and search for, I was going to double click or I'm sorry, left hand click, right hand click. Sorry, I, I don't know the difference between my two hands and search Google for this image to see if he has a profile that comes up anywhere else. There it is. Oh, there you go. But we've also got his Pinterest profile, Pinterest. his Bami Coffee. Um, let's do a little bit of pre-search um, and see what he's about. Um, okay, recipes to cook, but he's got a picture of running. Oh, it's going to make me log into Pinterest. I don't have a Pinterest page. Um, that he's interested in soccer, and I know that from the All England Club right there, from from the logo that's on the on the um, on the jersey jacket. Yeah, so that's one of those sites that, like Stacy, we're talking about, like looking at sites that people aren't looking at and getting this information, we can look at Pinterest. GitHub is one that people are going to routinely and regularly, but like buy me a coffee, like, you know, show of hands. I don't know who all's in the chat right now, but like, had you thought about actually having a virtual cup of coffee with somebody? And this is a place that you can go to, to, to find people who are interested, educated and qualified, qualified, I'm using that loosely, interested, educated, and qualified for the opportunity that you're searching on who are there to give advice, right? Or to have a conversation around that. So that's a, that's a, Jonathan, I can see you playing with it right there. I am, yeah. And go back to GitHub too. I noticed you do have Octo HR too. And uh, that little extension pops up, that little green extension. Dude, yeah. does that load? I love that on GitHub too, because then you could see uh, the tech stack of what the person is working on too. I don't know if that would pop up on the left side. Yeah, so, so yeah. OctoHR, um, do I have it turned on? Yeah, I do you have, have it turned, turned on. on. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have it turned on and what it does is it comes out with yeah. um, a free email address. That was free. This is a free extension in the Chrome store. It's nice. OctoHR. Um, and what I like to talk to junior recruiters about is using OctoHR for personalization is that they can come to, um, I often think that when you're talking to an engineer, you need to reach out and say, I came across your GitHub profile and I noticed your experience with PHP, JavaScript, and Dart. And those are the three things that are ranked as him having the most influence, or I should say having the most contributions on, um, on GitHub. So I like to think of it as a means to going and having a conversation with the candidate about what the candidate enjoys talking about. Um, yep. I actually can talk a little bit of PHP because like, you know, I had, I, I did WordPress and things of that nature. Um, and so I know a little bit of PHP manipulation, just the same way that people know a little bit of coding because of uh, MySpace um, and, uh, and what you were able to do there back in the day. Um, but, you know, you talk about Octo HR, there are, two other, there are two other places that I like to go to. There's Get Awards. Um, and Git Awards is a website where you can search for the GitHub user and find out like who they are and what they do. Or if you're looking in Minneapolis, which I know that's where you start your search, Minneapolis, and you're looking for people who know JavaScript, it ranks according to the amount of stars that they've accumulated, who quote unquote is the best in the marketplace, right? 
So that, um, that first profile too, he actually works. He's an SDM at uh, Amazon in our office, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, that's funny how it pops up right away. Yeah. Well, so actually, you know, the, the other thing that I found using this is that if I type in something like San Francisco, um, it lets me know which companies have contributed the most to open source coding standards, right? For JavaScript. So like, I know that Airbnb is a big JavaScript shop. So even if somebody doesn't put um, JavaScript as one of their languages on LinkedIn, or for some reason I can't find their, their real GitHub profile, um, I, can, I can always make uh, an educated guess or an assumption. Um, I can also go into Airbnb and I can see who the contributors are, where they are, where they stack, if you will. Um, uh, and there's another really amazing website too that does that stackshare.io. Uh, yeah. And it, I'm sure you've heard of that one too, but uh, that site, uh, you can search the, the tech stack of any company too. So um, you could go right to kind of browsing the tech stacks um, and you can see a lot, Pinterest, Uber, Airbnb. Um, so Facebook, Google, there's a lot out there. So browse stacks right there that click that little buttons and it, it it just gives you so much information too so if you are focusing on like i need to find someone who has got extensive go or, or just any sort of javascript framework um where to kind of look too and it also gives you their locations too as well so, so brother i like this and i like this for a different reason is that um do you like so like i'm trying to pull so in seattle i'm trying to pull people out of startups because they've got their battle scars, they've been tested, they, they really are that SDM, I mean that SD3 candidate, right? They, they comport with all of our leadership principles. Um, they've got the tactical know-how. So what I'm doing is, is I'm taking, I'm taking Crunchbase, which is a paid website, but of course, if you use the site command, you can you can backdoor the hell out of that, right? <laughs> That's right, you can go right to the profiles. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so, sure an example here. Yeah, so if Please I go to Crunchbase. Please share an example of Crunchbase. I've been dying to have somebody use Crunchbase. Thank you. Stacey's <laughs> 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 in here. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go site colon Crunchbase, and I'm going to type in Seattle, and I'm going to type in startup. Wait, actually, I can't remember if it's startups or startups. So I'm going to Try click, both, yeah. Yeah, startups or startups. Okay, list of top Seattle startups. And, and real quick, I'm doing all this on my on my personal Mac so that you guys, so that I, the links won't be there immediately when I uh, when I go to, um, but a list of top greater Seattle uh, Starbucks, I mean Starbucks, uh, startups. So we've got the, uh, we've got Seed Stage. These are, Stacy. this is all the stuff they want you to pay $39 a month for. <laughs> yeah, they have great lists on there and, and some of them are locked down under their membership fees. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a great list right here. There we go. There's your list. $39, all of it saved today, <laughs> right? Yeah, look at that. Amazing. Nice. That is so nice. Yeah, so, so the reason I'm using it is because like, I mean, Jonathan, you, you recruit in Seattle and you know that like there, there are lots of people in Seattle who either have interviewed with AWS or with Amazon or they have been reached out to 40,000 times by all of oh, our yeah. recruiters, right? Um, note to self, lots of reach out in Seattle. Just just putting it out there. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of activity in Seattle. You know, oh, yeah. Facebook just bought that uh, that new building in Seattle. They bought the REI headquarters, so there's going to be even tougher competition in Seattle. I'm I'm just I'm just drowning our drowning in tears today, right? So uh, so that that's that. So so that's how you backdoor Crunchbase. It's it's really not that difficult. We just did a site command. Nice. And can I share my screen too? I've got another tool that's similar to this. Yeah, knock it uh, out. So Owler. Uh, so. Uh, I, I love that tool where it kind of tells you uh, just the, the company information. There's another one that's free quickly. I'm sure Brian's heard of this one too. Quickly is an extension, but uh, basically it just pulls up on someone's profile page um, and it should work. See, uh, either it's going to say uh, 
see others, so see others within the team or see all the company info. Uh, it's a quick thing. It's kind of cool to kind of see like, here's a number of employees on, you know, for this company um, and here's what they're about too as well. And I know this one's a little bit different, so I could go to one that's more North American based, but um, as an example too, but uh, you know, whatever else, Java developer. Hey, uh, we've got a question in the chat quickly. It's quick.ly um, is the Chrome extension you're talking about, right? It's, yep, it's exactly. Quickly, uh, but it, it's pretty nice too because it, it just tells you uh, quick information quickly. Uh, you know, see others. You can see others within a team. It should pop up. It's freezing, but it would pop up right here to tell you who's on the team and then company info too as well. So number of employees, what they're working on. Uh, it's pretty helpful if you are looking kind of within the startup area too. That's that's pretty great um, area to kind of find and, and kind of do more research too. So um, so I, I just wanted to throw that in there too as well with, with Crunchbase too as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, going back one other one, we've talked about Git Awards. Um, we've, uh, but have we talked about, um, oh, uh, not get awards, but, uh, have we talked about AWS hall of fame? No. Okay. AWS HOF. H O F. All right. Let it rip. Let it rip here. Here we go. Okay. Enter, enter okay. the official so, list. Yeah. So this is a list of, this is a list of people who have gotten, different AWS certifications around the world. So you're you're not necessarily spinning your wheels inside of LinkedIn, even wow, though it does have a link to a LinkedIn profile. So Jonathan, I just bring this up because sometimes we do have managers who are like, yo, by the way, I need for them to have some AWS certs and their background. Um, you know, it gives us an opportunity to really kind of dig in and to find those individuals really quickly. And this is great too. It tells you uh, just the full name, their license, the company they work for, a location, and it gives you a link to their their LinkedIn account right there too. So that is very useful too. And then you could probably search just clicking on certain ones. I'm sure it would just pop up, or maybe you'd have to search just United States states yeah. that kind of pop up too. So nice, wow, and it's a lot of information too. So it, it goes around you know, 23 different pages um, for for candidate information too. So um, it, it sends you right to the person's LinkedIn too. Oh, maybe not that one, <laughs> but um, no, that's, that's a good tip. Yeah, so like, I like, you know, uh, everybody, you know, I, I think that everybody, there's been this like massive gamification of, of skills and what have you. And I think LinkedIn failed at it to like gamify it or to to make it click relevant. And that's why like I rely on places like Get Awards or um, Octo, oh, I forgot Octo Hunt, O-C-T-O. Octo Hunt, that's right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Octo Hunt. Yeah, that's another one too. If you can use Indeed, you can use Octo Hunt. Okay, <laughs> pretty simple. Right. Yeah. The rep scores. I'm sure that's, that's yeah, but, pretty but what's, simple. But what's important yeah. is you just passed a red briefcase for uh picks yeah. that red briefcase lets you know that that person's available for hire. Nice. I love this too. Oh yeah. Chuck. I know Chuck. <laughs> uh, nice. Another really awesome website is, is hacker hacker news. Um, yeah, and they have, a, they have a, they have a, a page on their, uh, kind of forum groups that says who wants to be hired and they do it every single month. So you could, you know, just type in hacker news who, you know, wants to be hired. Um, and it gives you all the different ones, but you could just do the latest October and, uh, what it does, it just gives you their location. Uh, if they're open to remote, willing to relocate technologies, tech stacks you're using a link to the resume portfolio and then email too. So it gives you all this information too. So it's pretty phenomenal. The GitHub profiles, LinkedIn. Uh, oh, I, so, I got something. I got something now that you oh. riffed on that one. <laughs> Let, let's go. Let's go. I'll right. um, stop sharing. But yeah, no, this one's a good one. It, it gives you a lot of information. Who wants to be hired? You can do month by month by month. And you could scrape this information. You could, you know, you could do so much. You could pull all the, the LinkedIn profiles. Um, you could pull all the, the emails. Um, so 
so it's David just, Moore has a question. It's not Hacker News. It's actually news.ycombinator.com. Yep, exactly. But it is known as Hacker News because that's what the development community calls it. Yep. And it's been around for, I mean, you can look back, look how many there are, just months and months and months. And mostly uh, it's more tech-related uh, developers that are actively looking to. So front-end, full-stack, back-end, um, mobile would be kind of the, the, the people that probably put this information out there too as well. So Illinois, they're looking um, and so forth too as well. So yeah, it's a good one. Definitely check it out. You could x-ray it too. Uh, I, I wrote blogged about it too. So check out wizardsorcerer.com, Hacker News, and you'll see kind of different Boolean string examples if you need more examples too. So I will shoot it back to Brian. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I am going to, um, you know, it wouldn't be a think presentation if there wasn't some mention of Slack. Um, so uh, I discovered this the other day on slowfile.com. So Slowfile is kind of like a search engine for Slack, um, for Slack communities. Shout out to um, shout out to my counterpart Margot because we were having a conversation about how you find different Slack communities, and we discovered this one here that is Lewis C. Lens Interview Community, wow. and it has yep. nineteen thousand people that are actively interviewing for jobs. Right. So if we go into if we if we sign into Slack, oh, and this is a free group to join. Okay. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get some questions on this, so I'm, I'm ready for that. But here's here's where we're at: is that you go to the Almighty Search Bar, and if you want to find out people that are sort that are looking for engineering roles, I just type in engine. Oh. Engineer, request practice engineering manager, engineering engineers. Um, I'm gonna select engineering and it comes back with 11 messages. We've got Andrew who's currently interviewing for Apple's Siri product manager role. Um, we've got somebody who is trying to hire for, uh, we've got Maduri who is currently interviewing for this role as well. Um, yeah. This reminds me of a backdoor slushy. Is that, yes, is that back, yes, backdoor yes. slushy? Is that the right name? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'm going to stop sharing. You take you take the wheel. Uh, <laughs> it's the same. It's the same concept too. Where they, it's a community of people where they get together. They kind of talk about interviews, what they're facing. Um, is it back backdoor backdoor slushy? Back backdoor. It, I, I'm like blanking here. Uh, what, is that the right? I'm, I'm, um, I'm looking right now in my bookmarks. Yeah, what is an rooftop slushy? Rooftop slushy. Oh my gosh, roof slushy. Perfect. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing, where it's uh, um, share my screen here, where it's a community too. So um, you can do resume review, uh, career advice, and there's just so many communities too, um, who are people are kind of posting and, and looking for. Uh, different recommendations too as well and you could x-ray this too but um there's just a lot of information here too and and um it's it's pretty pretty substantial too so um yeah i i would say that's it's very similar there's another one which which i can't bring to the top of my head too as well um but um yeah it's 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 pretty interesting they're looking for referrals um that's a new thing too people are paying uh, for referrals now, so I don't know if that how ethical that is, <laughs> but I, um, I, I don't. That's I, a new for thing. like for like for like recruiters, I don't think it's that ethical. And also, I would say that if I'm talking to any of my brethren that are from the cloth of the agency, I don't understand why you would introduce somebody for twenty bucks into a firm when you could make fifteen thousand dollars on them. Like it doesn't make sense to. Me. Exactly. Too. So that's something to kind of think about. Um, as well. Um, so yeah, that's another good one. Uh, let's say you're focused on diversity. There's so many other groups like this. Uh, uh, diverse, diversify Tech is one that always comes to mind yep. too. That's a great one. Diversify, if I, I can't spell, uh, Diversify Tech. And uh, it's a great community too. So people can post, uh, post jobs, post resources, but um, people, if you're looking for 
uh, job hunting uh, right here. Uh, where is it? Where people can say people. Uh, where am I looking? I'm looking for for where people post um, that they're open to new opportunities too. So uh, there's a lot you can kind of see within these groups. Um, uh, but basically, it's it's a great way to kind of so look. Where am I? Like so, ah. <laughs> so real quick, I just wanted to I just want to remind people that when you're on Diversify Tech, that there some is. of the groups it links you to. It'll link you to different Slack channels that you can join if you're an ally. Um, it's actually how I came across uh, the Tech Taqueria, which is for uh, Latinx and um, technology professionals that grow out of Washington, DC. Um, you can also, and I also use this to be able to find um, uh, Blacks in engineering so that I was able to find uh, yep. different uh, different groups on, um, on uh, why can't I think of meetup.com? Meetup.com um, yep. <laughs> is another place that you can go to to be able to find individuals when you're looking for diversity candidates. Exactly, too. And under hired, under uh, Diversify Tech, it gives you, it links you to a page where uh, it gives you all their information to a summary of the candidates and links to their portfolio, their LinkedIn. Uh, and you can search for software engineering, design, front end, uh, DevOps. There's so much people operations. So there's so many links to, to different uh, people. Um, so looking for QAs, um, this one's looking for a web developer type of role. Uh, if you are looking for more diverse leads, it's a, it's a great resource. They also have kind of a weekly newsletter too. So anytime it gets updated, you get kind of a, a weekly list of the most active people on there too. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome how you can get their information, their Twitter, their GitHub, um, and reach out to them through that platform too as well. So, um, and another one too I've been using is, is called a justice map. And this pulls information from pretty much our government. Um, and uh, if you're looking for a, a BNL candidates, uh, diverse candidates, it kind of paints a picture too as well. So it, it tells you uh, where diverse leads would be uh, located within a map too. So you can see kind of red would be more African-American, um, white is, is purple <laughs> uh, and Asian's green, Hispanic is kind of blue. So it, it paints a picture too of where to kind of search uh, if you are looking for uh, building out kind of a sourcing diversity um, strategy too as well. So it's a pretty cool map. So I've used it, you know, to search for um, diverse tech across uh, North America too as well. And again, it's uh, justicemap.org. And it's a free page. tool. It's a free tool, right? Yep, it's a free tool too as well. And, and everything we've talked about today, with the exception of Crunchbase, which Stacy is not going to pay for anymore, it was a free tool. Yep. Okay. I, I just I just want to keep it on the freezy, you know? That's my second favorite word that begins with an F. Think <laughs> is my favorite word that begins with an F. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, we have... I think there was a couple questions in the Q&A if you guys want to take a look. Um, we got about 15, oh, we got a little over 15 minutes left in the show. Um, I was listening to this um, this podcast the other day with Annie who heads up talent, oh, she was uh, headed up talent intelligence globally for Amazon. And she mentioned this term battle cards. And I was curious if uh, you are familiar with this term and if you, it's something that you guys use internally. No. Uh, no, I mean, I've, I've heard of I've heard of Wrecking Ball, but that was from um, that was from Miley Cyrus, <laughs> who, who sometimes who, who Stacy, you know, before everybody joined, <laughs> we were talking about music, and you know, sometimes it takes a really good source to come in like a wrecking ball, and and break your world apart. Let's hear that song. Come on, Brian. No. <laughs> I came in like a I came in like a wrecking ball. I don't I know the rest of the words. I'm, in, <laughs> I'm seeing oh you on gosh. the wrecking ball going back and forth. <laughs> All right, why can't yeah. I get my my video to turn back on? Okay. Your video's on. We it's can on. See yep. Oh, you can see me? Oh, okay, good. All right. I can't see myself for some reason. Okay, so 
here was the idea with the with the the battle cards that it was competitive intelligence that Amazon was tracking and that they had their own player card that it was for Amazon their their core competitions like the wish EDP, wish I saw this wish I could see this that you had every that you had one battle card for every one of your competitors Facebook whoever was hiring the same engineering talent as you and you had who they were hiring what the skill sets were pretty much all the stuff that we were going through today but kept in one place and then if it would also look for signals, external signals that maybe they had a new patent out, they were hiring new researchers, they had new words or skill sets within those um, those battle cards or like within uh, the job post for Facebook and it alerted you to them doing something new. You guys track I, anything like that? So I have like, I have Google alerts set up. So like, I like to follow the fang companies and so Stacy, what you just described is like how I use a Google alert to set up, uh, you know, like if there's somebody who's, who gets a patent in one of the areas that I'm looking for at Amazon or at AWS, um, then I'm notified of that. So I can reach out to them and send them a congratulations text snippet. Um, I don't know if anybody, Jonathan, are you using text expander at all? I, I don't, but actually Recruiter One is very similar to text expander too, I think. Okay. All right. So I'm yeah. using text expander where like, um, I type in a, like exclamation point, uh, LinkedIn message, and it automatically sends out a message to LinkedIn that says, thanks for reaching out to me. I'm really busy today. I really wish we could make some time to talk. Are you available tomorrow? If so, what time? Right. Yep. So like, so, so it does that for me, but like going back to this battle card thing, like I really wish that there was a tool that that had that kind of creative power inside of Amazon and AWS, and that it was distributed for people to use. But um, you know, call me a student of of Jung Kim. I'm just I'm crazy about those Google alerts. I love to <laughs> I love to get alerted by Google. I like to get an email like at lunchtime that says, "By the way, Brian, get your shit together. This is what's going on with these startups that you're following." Um, like. It, it usually yeah. comes to me about like 1230 every day. Yeah. There's a, also an extension called uh, page monitor and it, it does the same kind of thing. If you have a page and you want to monitor for updates or, or anything like that, it gives you kind of a notification in your browser too. So page monitor is, is very similar to Google alerts, but um, you can use it on profiles on GitHub or on websites. If there's any updates, it just tells you, um, which is kind of nice. And then through LinkedIn Recruiter, you know, I love to kind of star profiles. So anytime there's an update, I know it's kind of a, a simple thing um, that I'm sure people are aware of, but I, I love getting that little star and, and tracking maybe leads that I'm like, oh, it would be great if they updated something within LinkedIn. And when they do, I get a little notification too. And then I try to reach out to them. So, oh, maybe they're more active and more open to taking kind of a, a message on LinkedIn once they're updating it too. So, yeah, you know, you know, um, Jonathan, actually, I, it, it, it's kind of funny, but like the more conversations I have with people about LinkedIn, the, the, and I'm not here to bash LinkedIn. I'm, LinkedIn is a great tool. LinkedIn has a, has a, no, it, it's a great tool. Here we go. <laughs> like, like, dude, you know, a third of my hires came from LinkedIn so far. So, right. like, so like, I'm not, I can't, I, what am I supposed to say? Like, it's like, I hate my wife and she makes me dinner every day. Like, Ali, Ali, if you're Ali, if you're listening, oh man, everybody knows that you don't make me dinner, that I'm the cook in the house. So whatever, that was just me being playful. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, I don't think LinkedIn does enough to educate people on what the differences are between like LinkedIn recruiter light and LinkedIn recruiter and what the specialization is and what those tools are that they just, they just kind of you know, they run, they don't, they don't do it in webinars. Like I, I sign up for like the product release webinars that, that, um, LinkedIn has, because I want to know what's coming next and how I can build upon it or put it into my stack. And it's just, uh, Jonathan, I think that's actually pretty important that, that you mentioned that. Like, I also don't think that there are a lot of people who realize that the clipboard functionality is something that either has gone away or is going away for them. And, you know, uh, I use that for speed sourcing on, on the site when I'm doing system sourcing out of uh, Beamery. Um, uh, okay, real quick. I, I'm noticing some questions here. I apologize. Okay, we got some questions. Do I um, notice you also have Evernote. Do you use oh, that yes. browser extension to as well to kind of track notes and stuff? 
Okay, so the, so the answer to that is I use Evernote to, yeah, I do use Evernote to track notes. So if I'm typing in, say, um, uh, let me let me screen share. If I'm gonna, um, yeah. if I type in um, Java, and, and I, I hit Java in the search bar in Google, it simultaneously goes through my Evernote and finds oh, nice. all the notes that mention Java. So if I type in Java Engineer Atlanta, it goes through and it pulls up. Dave, currently staff software engineer. Um, Josh has spent the past five years working with and building with. And as you can see, these notes go all the way back to like 2016. Um, so I can pull them up. I can have a richness there. If you do the, like, you know, I use the, the clipper because like I'm keeping my notes there so that I can go back and reference candidates. But also one of the things that exists in Evernote Clipper that a lot of people don't know about, and this is why I say that if you want the poor man's ATS, if we go to LinkedIn. <laughs> the poor man's ATS, I love that. <laughs> no, 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 Evernote is the poor man's ATS because for $69 a year, you can collate and you can create with templates, a CRM and an ATS inside of it. Um, wow. I'm gonna go to Gary Vaynerchuk's profile uh, yeah. real quick. Everybody, if you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, you should know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. He's a, he's a huge source of inspiration uh, for millions of people that are small business owners about how to get uh, their message across. Um, actually, I look at Gary and I say that Gary's message, um, Gary's message in many ways is increased positivity has made me want to be a better person. But if I clip Evernote, hmm. I get where I can save LinkedIn and it will save the LinkedIn profile and scrape it and put it into my Evernote so I can search it and I can tag it. So if I wanted to add a tag and the tag I'm going to add for this one is I'm going to add um, dueling sourcers so that if it comes up, save clip. If it comes up later in a search when I'm looking for a Gary Vaynerchuk book, it'll let me know, O'Brien, oh, you tagged it because you and Jonathan and Stacy went through Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Wow. But like, But like from a poor man's ATS perspective, um, give me one second, I'll launch Evernote, is that you've got, um, I, I've got the search bar right here. I could just go in and type in Java engineers and it brought me back 278, uh, 231 engineers, you know, and it's still synchronizing. Poor man's ATS, it costs you, you can do the free version, which is two gigs a month, or you can do the paid version, which is unlimited storage for $69 a year. Wow. You still actively um, add to that in your process, in your everyday workflow? Yeah, yeah. Because I have, I mean, I consider my Outlook that I've been using for over a decade, my poor woman's <laughs> ATS. Yeah. Right. And it's all like, you know, based off of the skill set, like, you know, PHP, Java, Python, because I've always been doing software engineering searches. And so I'm just like, well, that's, you know, my gold right there. And, um, and in particular, because even if you're um, reaching out to people, it's only those who've responded to you and sent you and you've actually engaged with that are actually going to be in your emails. But I always thought, you know, it'd be nice if I could have other um, conversations that I could pull in, like from LinkedIn or social, like Facebook. Do, does it track any of that too? Oh, dude, that's okay. So it won't track the Facebook conversation. But real quick, you can use Evernote inside of Outlook and you can save those emails to those candidates and tie it to their profiles. So that's a good question, Stacey. I'm glad wow. you raised that. I love that. Okay, so you can do that or you can use um, OneNote, but I feel like OneNote, there's something clunky about OneNote. I've been using Evernote for a good seven years. Um, yeah, okay, no thanks. I don't need you to do that. Um, anyhow, like... OneNote, like, the Microsoft add-on that's in Outlook. OneNote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you can you can add you can add this to to your one to your Outlook as well, whether you're a PC or a Mac. Um, I'm a PC at work. I'm a Mac at play. So just to let you know, it kind of works seamlessly that way. 
Um, also, one of the other things that you can do with Evernote, let me bring this back up, is you made the comment about cross-referencing search. So um, there's this uh, feature down here at the bottom called context. And if you're paying for, um, if you're paying for LinkedIn, I mean, for Evernote, what it does is it cross-references between different notes that you have automatically. It also cross-references the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Fast Company, and a few other magazines to bring up that information for you. Wow, that's, re that's really cool. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so... Um, I remember you, when you and I first met, I think I remember you mentioning Evernote. So I'm glad you brought it up, Jonathan. And it's, it's good to hear that two years later, you're still using it, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, you know, here, here's the thing is that, you know, I'm still using it. I often encourage people to take three months and to spend three months incorporating a new tool into their workflow. I think Jonathan knows about this. Stacy. I think you probably heckled me or joked with me about it when I got kicked off of LinkedIn for 90 days. Oh, I didn't know I, about that. Wasn't me. Okay. All right. No, it's all good. It's all good. So um, basically LinkedIn was kind of like, you know, my third rail. It was where I went to find great candidates and it was responsible for probably about a quarter of my hires at RentPath. So I had to, um, had to make up for that somehow. So I became really good at sourcing people over Facebook. And I spent three months on Facebook and I really think that you should spend three months at a time investing in a new tool and cutting yourself off from one part of your workflow. Evernote is that one part of my workflow though that I can't take my advice about and I can't, I can't cut it out. That's, that's really, you know what? I also have heard um, for people who have ADD and ADHD that Evernote is a really great tool to use. <laughs> Um, we only have a few more minutes in the show and just, you know, I think that was a really good comment you had earlier about the different, um, um, products that LinkedIn has, cause they have the light and the recruiter seat and they also have sales navigator. And I've been using sales navigator that basically built the tech recruit conference. I mean, we did all our, our engagement through sales navigator and I was just like, this is, this is, I'm basically recruiting speakers and people who will come to the conference sourcers and recruiters so it just seemed like just as good and it was a lot cheaper so i mean i think just having that comparison on on really because it kind of seems like the products are very similar and at our midwest tech recruit conference we they sponsored linkedin sponsored and they also hosted us at their chicago headquarters the pre-party which was amazing i was like i'm next level I, I just, it was a really good time for me, but I asked them if they wouldn't mind doing a workshop on the differences on their products. And they're like, we're gonna do a workshop on LinkedIn Insights, our new <laughs> product that's trying to like kill MZ and talent neuron and compete with those. Um, but at the same time, they have bought so many tickets to the upcoming Talent Congress, not to segue into that, but the Talent Congress Conference on October 20th through the 22nd. I feel like they're sponsoring me all over again with how many LinkedIn people are wanting to come learn from our speakers. I'm like, okay, awesome. Um, but uh, as we're closing the show, and if you wanna hear more about that, talentcongress.com, get your tickets now, and, uh, and also hear about the next shows that are coming up. Gentlemen, thank you so much for all this amazing, these resources. We'll have this show posted on our YouTube channel. Uh, Brian, as we close, do you mind just unsharing your screen so we could all group together? And um, for all those who yeah, want to see, <laughs> you want to see this show again, um, you can go to our YouTube channel, um, search for Tech Recruit on the YouTube channel. You'll find this show and all of our previous show as well as the Talent Analytics Show, which is every two, um, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. And we'll see you guys back here next Tuesday. And gentlemen, Jonathan and Brian, Brian, if anybody wants to uh, get hold of you, if they have any questions, how can they do that? Um, you can reach me. Uh, you can reach me on LinkedIn. You can reach me on Facebook. Facebook is the best way to reach me. Like I'm on Messenger all day long. Um, <laughs> Like, I hate Twitter because Twitter's a cesspool. Um, I'm really trying to get off of Twitter, but like, it, it is what it is. Um, yeah, just reach out to me on LinkedIn or on Facebook and I will get back to you in a hurry. Cool. 
And I just want to say one of my favorite tips I think I ever heard from you in sourcing was on amazon.com. If you're looking for an engineer and I think you said, look for um, engineering books and see people who've made comments on that was such a great tip. Jonathan, for you, if anybody would like to get hold of you, how can they do that? Check out my website, wizardsourcer.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Everybody have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you, Stacey. Nice.